0: Blockchain technology is revolutionizing digital industries worldwide. For the first time in history, value can be transmitted fast and securely without an intermediary bank or third party. The Nexus framework further builds and improves upon the blockchain protocol. The Nexus platform focuses on three core principles. Efficient and scalable code. Enhanced security. And revolutionary hardware networks. For maximum efficiency, Nexus created the Lower Level Database, a specialized lightweight database built from the ground up that drastically improves speed and processing power. As the network and node count grows, the Nexus framework organically scales to keep up with increasing transactions. In addition to efficiency and speed, Nexus's advanced security protects against quantum computer attacks by using large, one-time use keys and 1,024-bit hashes. With trust keys, nodes further secure the network and build up trust. In exchange, Nexus nodes earn a higher reward for their trust, giving them a larger minting rate. Using advanced hardware, Nexus is actively working with the aerospace industry to launch low-Earth orbit cube satellites that further connects users and secures its data. Using satellites, ground stations and mesh networks, Nexus is linking the blockchain with communications technology to provide a fully decentralized internet. With the development of both groundbreaking software and advanced hardware, Nexus is building a more resilient alternative to centralized financial institutions.
1: all right folks can everybody
2: hear me yes all right so oh, I just want to welcome everybody to the live stream uh all the crypto enthusiasts folks that want to learn a little bit more about Nexus and Coinstore and this uh exceptional partnership that uh that we're here to talk about today I know this is live streaming around the world in multiple countries uh, this is on Facebook Uh, It's on Twitch, it's on a number of platforms, and uh, so welcome all those who are tuning in. Uh, I know we have a lot of new folks that are interested, not just in Nexus and CoinStore, but people are kind of feeling out blockchain itself and wanting to uh, have a better understanding of
1: Bitcoin. Um, So first, you know, let me just introduce this concept of
2: Bitcoin. Uh, Satoshi Nakamoto-san, you know, invented Bitcoin, not just as a mechanism for financial freedom, you know, for thousands of years, we've been conducting transactions between humans that are untrusted, that always required a third-party central intermediary. And, uh, you know, with technology, this has been replaced with mathematics, and mathematics Mathematical code that cannot be changed because it's distributed across the world on thousands of computers. So it's really revolutionary. It's not just uh, financial freedom; it also allows us the the freedom to break away from centralized control and from third party uh, intervention. In every transaction that we do as humans, you have this parasitic third party that was intended to be uh, to support these kind of untrusted transactions but as we all know centralization uh grows and it concentrates and it uh holds power over everyday people so you know this is the whole concept behind bitcoin where centralization is censored bitcoin is uncensored you know we're censored where information is limited and controlled with bitcoin it's unlimited and uncontrolled it's peer-to-peer so but Bitcoin does have its vulnerabilities, you know, we see now in this uh, ecosphere of crypto that many, many different, many different groups that started out with a good intention, they started out with the intention of uh, being a part of this decentralized world, but what we're seeing now is that centralization is actually um, taking over inside this decentralized ecosphere so it's under a, a new guys um power is concentrating within the crypto arena and so there are many bitcoin vulnerabilities that that are happening we have centralized mining uh centralization of mining hardware we have centralized development and transactions we have um a lot of I, icos have become you know a concentration for power we have limited scalability we have coming in the future, we're going to have quantum susceptibility. uh, And and a lot of times it's costly and inefficient because this centralization is growing within Bitcoin and crypto ecosphere. So, you know, this is where you saw the video of Nexus. You know, Nexus is a next generation blockchain technology. It's rebuilding the internet from the ground up. It's uh, maximally decentralized. It's scalable. It's quantum resistant. It's an entire ecosystem and it holistically resolves the vulnerabilities within Bitcoin. And best of all, it's really based on this ethos of love, trust, and collaboration. It features a seven-layer software stack powering a register-based virtual machine. It's verification-based design versus computational-based design that we see has all of these limitations that can't scale because they've designed this around a computational-based system. Uh, NeXus resolves that, it's a multi-dimensional sharded chaining structure, it's an application, a contract platform, it has a decentralized autonomous organization, a P2P marketplace. It's a decentralized internet in the making, Uh, and it is partnered with uh, folks in the aerospace industry where we will be launching up cube satellites in the future to be able to provide a decentralized version of the internet. Um, so first, I uh, just want to uh, introduce this, this partnership. So we're talking about Nexus and CoinStore. CoinStore is, is a, a, an exchange that is based on this idea of enabling financial freedom. It sticks to the original ethos of Satoshi Nakamoto-san with his vision with, uh, with Bitcoin. It's in partnership with FinTech and Blockchain Association, FAB, it's one of the top 10 exchanges focused on the U.S. and China. It's one of the top 10 exchanges focused on Singapore, born out of the Asian markets, expanding into Africa, Europe, and South America, while many of these top 10 exchanges are focused on the U.S. and China markets. It has spot trading, futures trading, NFT trading, market for v- virtual assets. It There are uh, experts at part of uh, coin Store that are from Binance from Coinbase. We've got experts on the team. It uses distributed servers, storage, hot and cold wallet wallet services, and it offers a secure and stable trading. Um, so here I want to introduce uh, CoinStore, I think, can we do we want to play the video for Coinstore or do we want to go right into introductions here? All right, so next in the one more video here. Let's go ahead and roll the video for for CoinStore and then we'll we'll go into some introduction.
3: In the global crypto asset trading market, the top 10 exchanges are mostly focused on the US and China markets. As a firm believer in crypto assets for everyone globally, the founding members of CoinStore realized that there are no exchanges that are able to meet the comprehensive requirements of Asian crypto assets users. These users prefer a platform with a better interactive experience, desire more localized communication and services, and expect a trustworthy trading platform that understands the local requirements. Thus, CoinStore was founded based on the above market gaps and requirements. CoinStore aims to be the world's leading blockchain asset trading platform and was first conceptualized in Singapore in 2020. CoinStore's core focus are on spot exchange and derivatives trading services of digital assets such as BTC, ETH, and LTC to users in Asia, Southeast Asia, South America, and Africa. The team behind CoinStore comprises of experienced fintech professionals from many renowned top exchanges such as Coinbase, FTX, Binance, and Huobi. By deploying advanced technologies including GSLB, distributed server cluster, distributed storage, high-speed memory trade engine with multiple hot standby and hot cold wallets, CoinStore assures their users of a secure, stable and smooth trading environment, served through a convenient manner through multiple web and app platforms. Currently, CoinStore has launched two product functions, Spot Trading and Futures Trading. Other than that, CoinStore's roadmap includes the integration of a brand new NFT trading market, providing a wide range of possibilities for the real world and virtual assets. In the process, creating new opportunities and income sources for creators in the digital fields of gaming, arts, sports, and technologies. In the long run, apart from the product advantages that conventional exchanges provide, CoinStore aims to build in soft features of fun and social into its product story concept, directed at attracting users to the social activities improve users' trading experience with the fun element, enrich users' exploratory experience with innovative models, and constantly provide enriching scenarios for CoinStore users. CoinStore is committed to collaboration with project partners by launching popular and potential token projects with a broad global vision, market appeal, which are backed by strong investment and research principles, Thus expanding available options to cryptocurrency enthusiasts to participate in token purchase and ownership and build the world's best platform for popular crypto launches.
2: All right, so here we are with this release uh the release with CoinStore Next. nxs and usdt trading pair i know this is something that the community has been waiting for for a very long time uh, being able to swap with a us dollar trading pair uh, will also open the door for tokens that are on the nexus blockchain to be able to be listed within coin store including namespaces and in, uh, in partnership with their vc labs division that can also help other tokens be able to uh, have an opportunity to be listed and be a part of this uh, crypto ecosphere. CoinStore will provide contracts for listing on the exchange to affiliates of Nexus for the purpose of generating revenue for nonprofit commitments. And that's a big point here as well. Uh, There's a lot of efforts going on around the world that are nonprofit in which CoinStore and Nexus are a part of. And this uh, Nexus CoinStore Academy, you may have heard about this. This is in the works to raise crypto awareness around the world, education, and access improving third world development. And so before I go into the introduction of special guests, I just wanna thank everyone on the team here that helped put this whole thing together. There's too many people to name, but Gabe, Chris, Kat, Guidi, Mike, The Mad, Chris, Bill, Neil, Aaron, and many members from CoinStore. So we're gonna introduce Colin Cantrell. He's a software architect, engineer, musician, and composer. He's raised in the aerospace industry, uh, took up programming at the age of 11. Helped build rockets at the age of 16. This guy's done it all. And through these combined interests, in 2014, Nexus was born, bringing together technologies to promote greater distribution of resources and communication. His ultimate vision is to increase accessibility to these technologies in order to help people build a greater connection to one another. It's one of the one of the few blockchains that have stuck to the core principles of decentralization at all costs, not being swayed you know, by the centralization of power and money, um, but instead sticking to that vision to help make the world a better p- place. Uh, I'll give it away here to Colin Cantrell for a few minutes. Hey Colin, how's it going?
4: Hey guys, how you doing? Thanks for having me on.
2: All right, so maybe you can just talk a little bit and tell the community, you know, how do, how do you feel about uh, the community coming together, uh, also including the formations to help make this partnership a reality.
4: It's been really beautiful to watch the community blossoming because one of the biggest challenges I found with decentralization is kind of the shifting of the mindset. Um, you know, a lot of times we're, we're coming out of this this oppressed economy, right, and moving into these new economies, and so it, it takes a different type of mindset. And this whole this whole partnership, and this um, I guess this whole you know. <laughs> session that we're doing right now is a result of that you know lots of people who've become inspired and they've been taking things into their own hands and it's really that's that's the beautiful part that that i see is, is i see this blossoming is seeing people realize what they're capable of and taking some things into their own hands because I'm, I'm only one person right I, I build code so it takes takes a community really driving this thing forward and it takes people willing to to be, you know, taking that step towards decentralization, which takes a lot more skill, honestly. And that's that's one of the, the beautiful things I find about this industry is, you know, all the, the prior money, you know, capital in the world, venture capitalists, that they, they don't have the capability to do it necessarily because of this shifting in this mindset. And so regular people can come together and you know form a Nexus, which is essentially just a network of people. And a nexus means a connection a series of connections, leaking two or more things. So you know we can come together and form this and, and empower ourselves through you know what we've already been doing but you know instead of empowering these essential authorities as we've done prior now now we have the ability to empower ourselves right and have technology to, to facilitate that so yeah it's it's been a really beautiful process it's i think eight years down the road now um we're still chugging away still building stuff and you know it's it's also nice to to be around such a, a patient community too that to, to understands what it takes really because right. you know the way yeah. i see it is is we have you know we're building these financial systems to last you know centuries so <laughs> it's going to take a little bit longer than six months or a year to develop the technology to do so right and so you know we've, we've been on that road for about eight years now and i mean we've probably got a, another few before we, we're gonna see you know, some of the full sharding and stuff like that. But, yeah. you know, it's it's been really, it's been a great process to see and to watch. You know, I mean, past you've seen it too. Yeah. Tell, tell the
2: community a little bit about, you know, we talk about how long this journey is um, yeah. to build a blockchain like this. And I think, you know, you could probably talk a little bit about the challenges that are happening with other blockchains who have rushed their designs in such a way that now they're stuck, right? They can't scale yeah, yeah. and they're coming mm-hmm. out with centralized ways to get around the scalability problem
4: yep yep yeah and that's that's also it's a result of the the other way of thinking right um decentralization really <clears throat> to make it function properly it's an art form because you have this combinatorial explosion which means you know you have, all these different nodes you, you have if, when you have a combination of events that exponentially increases the complexity of the system and so as you start adding more and more nodes in the system and figuring out how to make it scale in a trustless way which means anybody can join the network but you have to be able to filter out who's somebody that's you know actually contributing and who's somebody that's malicious right um it it's very 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 difficult and i mean it, it's you know i've been programming since i was 11 and bitcoin chewed me up and spit me out 10 times over you know that's that's how we learned how to build what we're building And, um, you know, a lot of people are cutting the corners in the centralization because they want to get these products to market. And they're not really seeing the larger vision of it. Right. Like we have polka dot is what five private keys they can sign. Four of them are founders. And it's pretty easy to make a centralized system scale because you don't have to coordinate all these things. You don't have to rely on, you know, not trusting one another in the system. Um, But to see a truly decentralized system scale, it's it's definitely it takes a lot of time and it takes a lot of resources and it takes a lot of of shifting of our own mindsets which isn't something so easily done right as we know once we grow up you know you can't teach an old dog new tricks it's more difficult so we're seeing a lot of that and a lot of that replaying through crypto right and like a lot of the wall street mentalities replaying and then a lot of the you know the crypto economy is just you know falling for that centralization and because it it is it's, it's easier and it'll give you more immediate results but in the long term. Um, you you end up with problems like we're seeing with Ethereum, right? Like building software is somewhat like building a, a building. Once you lay that foundation, it's not too easy to be able to change that. And is we've seen that personified with Vitalik. Um, he'll, he'll state, you know, you can't change a, a car, <laughs> you know, that's driving down the road six miles an hour. And that's, you know, that's something that I learned, you know, over this last eight years is that every little decision you make now, Um, has this type of combinatorial explosion into the future, right? You know, it it makes so many effects on the users, every little decision you make. And so a lot of these people that have launched these, you know, blockchains and they just wanted to get to market quicker are starting to, to recognize now that they've made all these mistakes. If you remember 2017, uh, exchanges are shutting down left and right from the influx of people because they they weren't designed to scale right they worked at a smaller you know level of scale in the industry and then they had to go shut down and shut down to users to rebuild their whole back ends to make it work so we're kind of focused on let's build it right from the ground up so that when we get to going 60 miles an hour we're not going to have to change the tire right um, the, the car is already built and ready to go um you know so yeah, we were kind of, we were pretty methodical in, in how we do it. And, you know, the more and more I researched and understood, the more I realized the weaknesses of existing technologies. Like <clears throat> one of those, you know, when I was talking about the repeating of the mindset is, you know, most cryptocurrencies use LevelDB, which is Google's database, which was just developed for Google to store, you know, information and is a key value storage engine. So, you know, we found there's tons of limitations in that, especially that a blockchain is an ever-growing data set. Um, and, you know, <laughs> databases conventionally as the data set grows they get slower and slower and slower they're usually a logarithmic uh, time complexity so I've spent probably about i think it was about four years um, developing you know a new database that doesn't slow down it's, it's called constant time and that's a really key feature that's necessary for blockchain growth right because if you have an ever-growing data set then that means you're ever going to be slowing down and if you (laughs) it should be the opposite where you know as more people join you should have more computational capability right that's at least the idea of distributed computing but i don't think that's been fully realized with blockchains because you know you have this exponential time complexity for message propagation you have all these other issues you have these database issues even you know and it, it just there's a lot of little details that i think have been overlooked and those little details you know kind of come and bite you in the butt if once you get down the line and once you have all the users you can't so easily change it right so you know we've 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 stayed pretty small over over the years you know in, in some senses just because our technology is very different and it's, it's it's a little bit more difficult to understand but on the other side because we've been focused primarily on developing solid technology that can be a solid foundation and also developing things that aren't necessarily specific to blockchains such as this database can be embedded as a database service and you can use it for your web applications and I've tested it up to about 500 million keys and it's just as fast as if it has 5 million keys or one key right it is constant time so that also brings benefit to other areas of the internet so you know we see this this whole blockchain is is somewhat of a, a subset of a larger framework. Um, where we can provide these roots of trust, we can replace all these centralized intermediaries with this blockchain, you know, common source of truth. Because that's essentially what these central parties do, such as certificate authorities, is they're just um, acting as a, a trusted middleman, so that people can reference each other through this trusted database, right? And the blockchain, the trust from the database comes from the consensus, right? Which allows it to function without the need for those. So we can replace certificate authorities. We can replace ISPs. We could replace all these central infrastructures that were kind of band-aids around the internet and if you want to get down into like unscalable architecture we talk about the internet's architecture too i mean it it works for now but i've spent a lot of time with some of the the fathers of the internet one of which uh, dino farinacci and i I learned a lot of the you know the issues with the internet as well i mean he's in his words he says the internet scales because it drops packets (laughs) not because it forwards them right so a lot of a lot of things that i've seen in, in computers last you know few decades has been reactive architectural development rather than proactive architectural development, which what that means is you have a problem you realize that you you had because you didn't anticipate that in your initial architecture. So you have to develop new architecture to, to supplement that, such as DNS that you know back in the day they used to pass around a host file. And they're like well people aren't going to want to type in all these numbers okay well let's create this new thing domain name system right and you know they've just continued to do this reactive oh we're running out of ip addresses you think yeah 4.3 billion addresses isn't enough we need to do ip 6 Oh, Wait, but now the whole internet's already propagated with ip4 so who's going to buy these new routers it's hardware to find and, you know so these problems keep multiplying when you have these these reactive architectural developments it's kind of like a, a game of whack-a-mole but we really, we focus on proactive architectural developments, which requires one to have the foresight to see forward in the future of what, you know, people are going to need. So you can develop all the things now that will, you know, function to serve that in the future rather than constantly having to play catch up because your architecture is just not fulfilling, you know, the requirements you set it out to do.
1: Yeah,
2: you, you've, you've touched on a lot of things here that really gets to the heart of uh, some of the problems uh, with blockchain and some of the solutions. You talk about constant time. This idea of a three-dimensional blockchain that's based yeah. on duplexing, parallelism, uh, and as it scales and as it adds adds more to the to to the network, more nodes to the network, it actually gets faster. You've talked about a trust as being a central part of of the idea of blockchain in itself and how you built that into Nexus. You know. As we know nexus uses a trust system it's similar to instead of gaining interest you're gaining trust over time so you know the good actors on the network um there's many other things you know with with uh with nexus you know we probably don't have time to go through all of them today but you know we've got coming with tritium you know we've got a lot of things you're going to talk a little bit about that later with pooled staking p2p marketplace augmented contracts and this idea of a two-factor authentication is a unique, uh, a unique idea using the blockchain to be able to authenticate your own devices independently of third parties. You know, we all think that it's just, you know, from our local device, that these two-factor authentications, but really behind the scenes, most of this stuff is completely centralized. Yep. And so tr- trust and scalability and keeping that decentralization have been three key things. Um, and now, here we are with CoinStore, you know, expanding and partnering with other groups and individuals who, ha- who have stuck to that original idea uh, behind Satoshi Nakamoto-san when it comes to Bitcoin. Um, what, are, what are your thoughts on this partnership and uh, how do you see it going forward?
4: I, I think it's wonderful and I'm really happy that we've met people that are aligned in the similar, you know, principles. Let's see the ethos of blockchain that we're working to drive these things forward. And it's really good to see new innovation, people looking at tapping into markets, helping third worlds. I mean, that's fundamentally what I think is one of the most beneficial things that we can do for the world is to help you know balance between these these illusionary borders. Right. Um, that's what's created so much economic disparity. And that's one of the reasons why you, know, you have third worlds is because there's, there's these different varying economic conditions that are really regulated by these invisible lines that we call countries. And I think, you know, it's, it's really good to hear and see that, you know, focusing on, you know, leveling those types of things and, and creating something that people can access and utilize um, and doing it in a way that, that retains the integrity of the individual. Right. I think that's something that's really important for us to be able to demonstrate for the world is, you know, a new a new way. And then that requires that, like I was saying, this new way of thought, which, you know, is complemented with the action. So I, I think it's a very it's a wonderful partnership. I'm really happy that we all have met each other. You guys have worked really hard on making this work. I'm really excited about it.
2: All right. Well, let's let's introduce uh, Ramesh Shrikonda, currently working at, as Global Listing and Partnership Manager with CoinStore Exchange based out of Singapore. He spent the last five plus years exploring this journey into blockchain and crypto. Uh, he's a founding team member for Bootstrap Crypto Startup, Business Development, Strategic Partnerships, Blockchain Consult, and Community Manager. Um, He's wore various hats in this industry, a very dynamic individual, 12 plus years experience in diversified industries, managing several business lines such as edtech platforms, telecom, uh, human resources, life insurance, uh, and airline uh, revenue accounting. Uh, Let's turn it over here to Ramesh Shirkonda. Thank
5: you. Yes. uh, Thank you. Uh, Thank you, Taj, for such a wonderful introduction. I hope I'm audible. Yes, sir. Thank you. Yeah. So, uh, thank you for this opportunity once again uh, to introduce uh, you know about CoinStore. So, so yes, uh, you know CoinStore. Uh, our punchline is we are the uh, we are the first top place for all the popular crypto, and we want to bring fun in financials. Okay. So that is our tagline. Oh, and uh, and of course, uh, CoinStore exchange started uh, two years back. Uh, our operations we started last year. <coughs> uh, early 2021 and uh, it's been more than uh, a year now and uh, CoinStore vision is to uh, provide access uh, to the best of the blockchain technologies, uh, you know, for all our users. Okay. So that is one of our vision. Uh, we believe in some of the core values, which includes credibility, transparency, and of course, passion. And uh, our mission is to, mission is to again, provide access to the best of the blockchain technologies. to to all the tech savvy people and also the most important is 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 the common uh, human being okay which is who is not tech savvy who doesn't have reach okay doesn't understand about blockchain so we want them to access uh, you know the, the the good parts about the blockchain industry and this crypto world so that is our uh, one of the mission and uh, and, and yes you know uh, it's been a fantastic journey from last uh, one and a half year with uh, coinstore and uh, so far, uh, you know, we are. If 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 I was talking to you like six months back, you know, our ranking was in 200. And today, uh, CoinStore is standing in top 50 in CoinGecko. In fact, yesterday we were at the ranking of 2027 20, in CoinGecko. And uh, and ranking is just the number. We believe in more partnership okay we want to expand I think this is a strong belief uh, which our entire team has our headquarters in Singapore uh, we have a beautiful office in Singapore a vibrant team of around 180 plus employees we are growing very fast our 40% of team uh, they are based out different regions okay we have team in Southeast Asia uh, Philippines Indonesia Malaysia Korea then we have V team in Vietnam. Singapore is our headquarters. So we have our core team, uh, which includes a marketing team, uh, which works 24 by seven. We have a technical team. We have our uh, senior product managers. We have our senior directors. So our core team is in Singapore. And, uh, and, and yes, we do have team in uh, some of the Asian countries. Uh, we have team in India, and we also have team in Mid- Middle East and Europe and South America. And of course we are expanding very fast. So uh, with that note, uh, uh, CoinStore, uh, currently, the number of users, what we have is around 800,000 users, and we are going to touch our target milestone, which is going to be 1 million in a couple of months. And uh, of course, our next target will be to achieve 10 million users. Okay, so that's how uh, the team is focusing on because we are uh, growing very fast in, in, in product development, in hiring, and of course, in marketing. So these are our three key areas which we are focusing uh, and, and, and definitely, you know, the results are there. Currently, we have uh, more than 60 projects already listed on our exchange. We have another 20 projects which are in pipeline. Uh, another target milestone is going to be 100 projects and the next would be 600 projects by the end of this quarter. OK, uh, sorry, quarter three. So that is what uh, our roadmap uh, looks like. OK, so these are a couple of things which I wanted to do touch base. And uh, and and yes, uh, you know, uh, as an exchange, uh, we believe in uh, uh, more and more strategic partnership. So really, very happy uh, with partnership with Nexus. Okay, because uh, uh, Nexus is the chain which I I believe we have a strong presence in Southeast Asia. We have large community, uh, of people around. Okay, who are very much active with trading, so they can get access to a token. So so. So this is one of the uh, uh, concept which we are working. We want to connect, you know, one user of another world, you know, to to the project, which is in another world. You know, this is what we are trying to connect. Okay, so this is a great uh, platforms, uh, you know, for for, to get maximum exposure and uh, CoinStore is really working hard on that. Yeah, so tell us, uh, you know, a little bit
2: about, so what drew that interest between Nexus and, and CoinStore
5: and why is this such a good matchup? Yeah, I think one of these, uh, one of the def- uh, one of the main reason is we are uh, we are expanding in South America, we are expanding in Europe, and uh, and and uh, and and the technical the technical team, okay, the technical white paper of uh, blockchain that is uh, of uh, and Nexus that is something which is going to help as a exchange because uh, we what we see is a lot of projects will be aspiring to get deployed on. Uh, on Nexus in future, so so that gives a complete uh, a, a complete access to all these projects to get listed on CoinStore. Not only just get listed on CoinStore, but also there are more strategic partnership which we can do and we can grow our community. Okay, since we have very strong interest in South America and of course Europe, so this is one of the reason which uh, which which we believe. In. And of course, uh, CoinStore got a got uh, a got a great team. Uh, what we have seen and uh, it's been like one month of journey uh, we have seen the entire integration process so it's wonderful to have uh, nexus on coinstore exchange
2: all right well thank you ramesh and uh, you know as uh, as ramesh said you know coinstore and nexus coming together it, it makes it's a perfect matchup and especially where you know a lot of people especially in centralized indus- industries talk about uh, developing third world and providing services for third world. But what we actually see happening is uh, an abandonment of these areas because they are they are not profitable uh, in the eyes of many sen- centralized um, uh, organizations. And so you know trying to get crypto and this idea of decentralization out so that we can network and we can build uh, a decentralized network peer-to-peer, which is exponential. As opposed to the, the linear growth opportunity of centralized uh, systems, um, and so this partnership represents, you know, I think a great milestone for uh, for Nexus. Um, and you know, on behalf of Nexus, we 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 thank CoinStore, and together I think we'll continue to expand. And so next, I'd like to introduce uh, Dr. Sindhu uh, Baskar of the co- co-chairman and CEO of EST Global. This is an enterprise based in uh, Boston, Cambridge, MIT ecosystem, Cambridge Innovation Center. Dr. Sindhu's worked his career uh, to global leadership in transforming financial ecosystems through digital evolution, fintech revolution, and financial inclusion. He's now leading an initiative to impact most of the world's population in rural rural and farming sectors. Uh, The EST group comprises of several enterprises like EST, Grow More in Uruguay, Canada, FinTech EST in Peru, BranchX in India, EST FinTech, and World Trading League in Singapore, EST Digital Africa, and that's just to name a few. So I'm going to turn it over now to Dr. Sindhu Bhaskar, and uh, please you know, tell us your thoughts on this crypto market, Coin Store, and this partnership
6: with Nexus. Well, Thank you very much for inviting me and giving such a long introduction uh, basically we are an impact platform so of course the question comes in how come we are going to uh, we are aligning with CoinStore and nexus but since on our uh, uh, platform is having blockchain initiative so we are not against crypto or we are not against uh, centralization or decentralization it is a very well-balanced platform that we are creating for uh, technology to become the social comforter for every human human being so that is the basic concept with which we have developed the platform now uh, right now i'm representing fab here which is again a, a decentralized platform uh, i will uh, define it like a decentralized platform for digital knowledge and intelligence proliferation among the students. So we are creating the digital empowerment of the student force in uh, centers like three, four, five, six of every developing country. So we are in in India, we are in Africa and this uh, digital empowerment cannot be brought without aligning with institutions like Nesha which has the novel blockchain uh, system and coin store, which is unique with its speed and its implementation process and the whole concept of exchange as a whole. So with them coming together with us, it provides a strong knowledge base for our students to have different facets and various uh, agenda of blockchain under one umbrella. So uh, that is the basic reason why we joined hands with uh, NEXUS and uh, CoinStore. And as we know, and as uh, Colin just now said also that they are more towards uh, proactive development rather than uh, reactive development. And Ramesh was talking of uh, technical speed and the uh, project implementation and how in uh, two years time they have gained uh, good positioning overall. So those are the facts which are going to help us in FAB and our students because we are not only trying to give them digital uh, knowledge and uh, education, but at the same time, put them into internship position with different uh, companies and different organizations so that they can give their own effort, give their own labor, and people can then judge them on the basis of their performance with their organization. And that may open the door for their job also. So that becomes a very, very uh, novel way of creating, uh, like creating headhunter services, you can say. Uh, So uh, we can provide that employment opportunity, but as blockchain is seeping in different layers of government and different layers of society and every practically every scheme is talking of uh, blockchain based uh, technology so if we don't uh, empower our students and digitally educate them then they will be on very shaky grounds and they will skip in that uh, development process so it is our uh, earnest desire and it is our... Uh, religious uh, responsibility to make them uh, ready for the coming years and coming days so that they can be fully empowered to fight all the technology and create the real uh, digital army for any country yeah Doc- dr dr what i what i really
2: hear you saying is that you know the the industry is so focused right now in the development of the technology right and there's this golden opportunity to really not just have this you know the technology and the accessibility is one problem but there's a there's a large amount of focus on that but part of that accessibility has to do with education and has to do with connecting humans you know we tend to forget and just get absorbed into the into the technology portion of this but i think you know what i hear you saying and with this coin store and nexus academy partnership you know really to expand on that education um, that accessibility and and putting the 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 future uh you know the future kids of tomorrow that are going to be utilizing this technology in a space that we can empower them we can enable them uh, to connect back to their communities to connect with each other uh, and not just look at this uh agnostically uh, as some technology um, that can benefit um, business, but also benefit the world. Um, so maybe right. say a little something else about this uh, this Nexus Academy concept and and how you see that moving forward into the
6: future. Yeah, that that, that that's what exactly I was trying to hint at, that the whole concept of P2P uh, imparting of knowledge, P2P transactions uh, on exchanges. So FAB is providing P2P uh, knowledge so students which are trained by us are then going and interacting with students of uh say less developed area or less uh, technology area and as we know that the most effective way of uh, circulating anything expanding anything achieving any success is p2p transaction that's the best and the most effective because uh, i can give you a very practical example just see the days of COVID. There were so many kids who could not even go to school and school wherein they are having a direct interaction with their friends that becomes the biggest learning point and biggest learning center for all those kids. So they missed on all those opportunities. And here, those are the things which we are trying to symbolize and we are trying to create in fact that this should be such a center with the help of the knowledge base of uh, 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 our partners like nexus and then the uh, trading uh, lessons from uh, coinstore that they can be fully equipped with all these p2p transactions on economic level as well as through us they go towards the social level so it is trying to create <coughs> sorry it, it is trying to create an ecosystem of humanity with technology, which can have a very humane and social face. And then we can have blockchain and uh, our uh, exchanges working towards social enterprise and social exchange of values. Like Colin talked of how values are changing. Values have totally changed. So even social values, humanitarian values, all those have changed with the new technology. Right, so, right. with this P2P interaction level, this Academy of uh, uh, NetShare is definitely going to create the real foundation stone for this social entrepreneurship uh, system that we are trying to create.
2: Well, let's let Colin and Ramesh jump in on this conversation and uh, talk a little bit more deeply about, you know the partnership and how we see this moving forward, this education, uh, accessibility, social aspect of the uh, CoinStore Nexus Academy partnership. There's there's a lot to talk about here.
5: Um, what are your guys' right. thoughts on this? Yes, uh, you know, I think we have to uh, really scan uh, some of the high growth uh, countries, okay? Like China, India, Indonesia, Nigeria, Okay, there are more countries. Okay, these are all emerging countries. Uh, if you look at their population size, okay, like highest would be India, uh, sorry, China, and then next will be India. And if you also have to look the look at the adaption rate, okay, so the adaption rate against the population uh is, is is very, very less at this point of time, okay, when it comes to the blockchain adaption or crypto adaption. Okay, so so there is a there is a huge gap. What I see uh, is yeah, you know, those who wants to Uh, know learn about this technology and those who wants to impart so what I understand is this kind of partnership is trying to bridge that gap okay by giving uh, by giving providing access to all the end uh, users all the end community members who wants to who wants to get access to blockchain and crypto space okay so this is what I see like bridging the gap
2: All right.
4: any other thoughts on that yeah i think it's really also a good a good place to to demonstrate new technologies and show people you know what what it takes to do proactive development and like you know dr Ramesh was saying is you know basically you know showing demonstrating what proactive architectural development looks like and demonstrating that to people and also demonstrating the humanitarian aspects because. I think in the time that we're at, the world doesn't need another leader. The world doesn't need another figure to follow. The world needs to learn to follow themselves and to learn to tune into that, you know, truth within themselves. And I think this is something that's really important. That's something that really excites me a lot is, is helping that, you know, helping that mindset, helping nurture that these people that have, been broken, their spirits have been broken, and helping them reinvigorate that fire and you know realize who they are, and by empowering them and educating them, because there's there's so much deprivation in, in knowledge, right? And if we look at you know some of the, the models of like something I studied just through history, just as a little example of you know what created the Dark Ages is, is um, it was after the collapse of the Roman Empire when it went to the Eastern and Western Empire, roads fell out of service and people couldn't travel. And so, information stopped being able to be exchanged, and libraries got burnt, and books got burnt. So, you know, when we're looking at a dark age, is a lack of knowledge, right? So, what is a golden age? What is, you know, that's it's it's an abundance of knowledge, right? So, having this ability to to, to track these informations in this, it, it helps you know nurture that that new growth, right? And it, it helps people be able to exchange these things, and that's something that I think is really important as well, is being you know. Having people open to that education, having people able to receive that knowledge and you know that light, that you know that's that's what kind of counteracts and what what kind of finally pulled us out of the dark ages. Interesting enough, was the scientific method, which, if we apply that, you know, as an analogy to to blockchain, you know, what the scientific method really did is it removed the authority of information from you know central figures like the church to the people that were able to independently verify one another. And a blockchain on the computational level is doing the same type of thing. It's, you're verifying your peers. That's how you derive trust out of the system without needing to have trust is, you know, you can say, you know, you have $5 all you want, but I can verify that you do or don't based off of this decentralized ledger, right? And that's actually what created this new, you know, it was kind of a golden age after the Renaissance that, you know, Leonardo da Vinci and there's all this beautiful art that came as a result of it as well. And that that really came from just the fundamental premise of being able to verify your peers. Right. And so taking that to this next level. Right. I really believe developing partnerships with people that are aligned in in these principles and want to bring this knowledge to people and and create technologies that, that incubate that rather than suppress knowledge. Right. Like, and we've seen certain, you know, platforms or, you know, engaging in technology and AI to suppress information where we're doing the exact opposite to, to free that information. And I believe it will have a similar result when this fully takes root, as we saw with the Renaissance, right? Is the growth is people are able to verify one another and trust one another and ultimately trust themselves. And that's that's one thing that I think is the best that we can do is, is to help people in that, that process because that's what really makes a powerful network, right? It's it's a simple game theory. You have Sarnoff's law, which is you know hub and spoke. You know it's a it's a linear relationship. It's a linear value model, right? And what we're demonstrating with these exponential networks is exponential value models. And that happens as more of these people are able to to recognize their own capabilities in themselves and their piece in that puzzle, rather than relying on some external force to say, "Oh, hey, well, you're going to save us. You're going to come show us the way." You know, we we help people find that within themselves, right? And that really truly you know helps them become empowered, and then send the ability to to verify right and verify that information and then that brings us into a new realm of knowledge which i think could you know usurp the renaissance that we experienced a few hundred years ago
2: yeah and how 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 what blockchain is- enables, you know you talked about this hub and spoke um you know the, the hub normally being that you have services going one direction so you have the services in in, in a central group coming one direction what you're talking about here um, with Sarnoff's law and this com- in this comparison is that each person, each individual person in- a- across the planet is both a service provider and a consumer. And when you combine those, you get this exponential growth opportunity that you can never achieve you know without embracing this idea of connectivity and decentralized connectivity.
6: Um, yeah. you know, uh, yeah, do- fr- it has become a fad to discuss DeFi and C5, that there is a perennial clash between centralized forces and decentralized forces. So that is how we are trying to project the technology nowadays. But if you like if we focus on the DeFi uh, uh, aspect of the technology and uh, make it happen on a social platform or on a political platform and create that ecosystem with which it can Uh, Cater to all the needs of people without having a centralized organization or centralized entity that will really bust the bubble of uh, CFI's and uh, that is where blockchain will uh, do the wonders. But going with the point of validation and verification, validation and verification does not mean that whatever the centralized uh, institutions or agents validate and verify or confirm that need to be the uh, ideal one and the uh, best one. The concept of uh, DeFi should be that validation should be such that it can lead to adoption by other uh, unit. And there should be different uh, unit islands interacting with each other and creating the whole commerce model, political model, religious model, uh, say consensus model, everything. So that is how it should uh, go, and that is what my concept is. And even my platform is just working on all those things. When I uh, like uh, my uh, neo banking platform or the agri tech platform, we are trying to create all that social capitalism wherein there are different islands, economic units, which are interacting with each other and creating that uh, stakeholder capitalism, which is not. Earning profit or making money, that's capitalism. Capitalism in a very broad sense. So, uh, that is how I am trying to define blockchain and social order or political order or religious order. That ultimately, it is what we think we as human beings join hands and decide and agree on. That is the norm of life, norm of society. So, blockchain is providing that with validation forces which is under your control you are uh, uh, you creating it and you are controlling it so you are the user you are the interactive and you are also the provider so we are playing multiple roles in this technology and that is what we have to understand and adopt and adapt to all the various facets of that technology
2: yeah and by connecting people one to one you know i think it it creates this thought pattern for humans that we don't always have to have authority figures as an intermediary uh for us to live on this planet as human beings and being sovereign uh, you know what are, what are your thoughts on that Ramesh?
5: yes yes uh absolutely uh so what i understand is uh, you know uh, the blockchain as as very big power and uh, and it still the potential is still uh, people are exploring okay we need to unleash that potential of blockchain i can see that there are many more than 40 industries already using uh, blockchain uh, as a service as their core operations right now okay people are already deployed their final products people have still in the testing phase okay there are many industry if you talk about supply chain if you talk about uh, transportation if you talk about uh, you know the government uh land registry okay voting system there are there are so many use cases which are still exploring the real potential of blockchain uh, some of them have already uh in the final stage some of them have already implemented so what i see is uh, uh like again going back to the point of you know our partnership like where nexus and fab and Coinstore. We, uh, we three uh, are going to merge, and we're going to, uh, of course, work on more like educating people and creating awareness. So, on that note, I wanted wanted to add something like today, if Nexus Blockchain, uh, you know, should get an opportunity to to explore some of the uh, some of the parts of these uh, regions, okay, where the developers are still still using the traditional blockchain. Uh, uh, you know the system okay they are still have that myth that you know oh i need to develop in ethereum or i need to develop in uh, you know tron okay but why not nexus okay so i think that is something which which we have to uh, explore and we have to you know go to the maximum region maximum community which will have developers which will have uh, people who wants to know about what is blockchain okay so so we can we can bridge those gaps we can touch based on uh, points uh, by by having this joint venture of uh, you know uh, educating people. okay. so so I, I thought probably I'll add this point.
3: Yeah, very good.
4: Yeah, and to Thank add you. to that too, I really like the synergy to making it a simple to use user experience, right, on the exchange for people that are just your everyday user. That's what we focus on kind of for developers as well, the Nexus framework is, is making it easy for developers so that you don't have this burden of, hey, I have this web app that I want to build, though I have to go pay $160,000 a year to an Ethereum developer, you can just hire a simple web developer, or you can learn how to issue some of those commands yourself, or use a bubble. And that helps, you know, in, in that everyday user, because I think that's something really important to, to, to freeing these people is the technology and the advancement of the technology provides that user experience. And a lot of people don't fully understand that when they would say technology doesn't matter. It does to the point of what, you know, an advanced technology can take something very complicated and make it very easy to use. And I think that's a really beautiful synergy that we have in this partnership as well as that we're both focused on that in, in helping those people that may not be as educated be able to still function with the same capability as other people that work.
5: yes colin i think uh, you uh, you mentioned it very correctly okay uh, i think this is the vision what we are looking uh, with this partnership okay uh, by by going to the uh, by going to the community where they don't even know about uh, you know the the real uh, the real potential of blockchain okay how it is going to help them uh, they don't have the access of it i think that is where uh, fab team is is doing wonderful work okay in organizing workshops in organizing Uh, seminars i heard that uh, i think this is something which is in plan that you know something which we are planning in nigeria something we are planning in india okay some kind of joint uh, collaboration on workshops seminars for students we are talking about more than forty thousand of students okay so that so that is the that is the kind of uh, uh, horizon what we are looking in the next couple of uh, months okay so i'm sure that uh, you know this partnership will definitely help. Okay. So for coin store, uh, nexus is, is listed. So we are, it's it's of course a proud moment. Okay. As an exchange to have uh, nexus, you know, on getting traded. So there are more uh, potential synergies, which we can explore. Like we mentioned before that, you know, we can also uh, learn from each other in terms of technical integration, how we can advance each other's services, as you mentioned about user experience. So can we explore on that? Plus, there Are uh, we also are coin store is also coming up with uh VC lab okay, where we're gonna incubate those projects which are which which has the uh, idea okay, which has the white paper and they they want to incubate uh you know they want to incubate they want to get connected with some of the venture capitalists okay? So we we already have partnered some of the top venture capitalists so we're gonna onboard these projects to them and and this is how we're gonna help them to, to create and to bring their idea alive. Yeah, and you know, you, you speak about this,
2: not only the partnership, but going through this journey on the integration. Um, so what I'd like to do now is uh, introduce uh, a little video with Kendall Cormany who from the Nexus team, one of, one of our uh, top developers who's been partnering with CoinStore throughout this integration. Um, and let's just see what he has to say about this.
7: Hello everyone, I'm Kendall. I'm a developer here at Nexus and the head of the logical arm. I want to congratulate everyone on the Nexus and CoinStore team for putting this together, executing on this partnership, and getting the exchange up and running. You know, working with the Coinstar team has been, I mean, absolutely fantastic. Um, They've been able to understand, you know, some of the complex, you know, things that we are putting together. Um, you know, as, as you know, we are developing a brand new API um, that's, you know, not like anything else on the market um, or in the crypto space. And for them to be able to adapt quickly on, you know, some of the new things that we're doing um, was really impressive. And, you know, it it's going to take them to the next level and build this exchange to be, I think, one of the top exchanges in the world. Um, It's really exciting to see uh, what they're doing in some of these um, underutilized markets like um, uh, South Asia and Africa. I think there's a lot of potential there, a lot of really cool people in those areas that wanna be involved in in the crypto space. And um, being able to have this exchange to go out and reach some of those people, it's gonna be huge. I'm really excited with some of the stuff that, you know, Nexus and CoinStore have been talking about in terms of um, our partnership. Um, and um, yeah, I mean, I, I can't say anything more, um, more positive than that, than, you know, this has been a great experience. Um, you know, this, this is huge. I and mean, this is, you know, just a stepping stone, I think, to um, more partnerships. Uh, more integration within CoinStore, um, you know. I think this is going to definitely springboard Nexus um, into, you know, the more mainstream space. And I also think that this is going to help CoinStore, um, you know, climb the ladder of exchanges in the world and you know how you know people can use that use CoinStore uh, for more than just you know spot trading. You know, the the things that um, yeah the things that um that's are being worked on is it, it's gonna be really really cool so we're really excited to um get this started so i want to thank everyone for showing up and yeah let's celebrate all right have a good one everyone
2: hey yeah, it's good to hear from kendall and you know get a view on the inside in terms of you know what it's like to, to do an integration like this. You know, Nexus is a very unique blockchain. As Kendall mentioned, you know, we have this integrated API uh, that allows accessibility and more user friendliness for uh, other developers or those who want to I- integrate Nexus. Um, and seeing it integrated into Coinstore and opening up the door for other uh, assets and NFTs and tokens that are on the Nexus uh, uh, ecosphere, you know, as we move forward um those opportunities will just compound um so are there any you know before we kind of wrap up we want to we want to show an inspirational video uh from a band called human synergy project that colin cantrell uh heads up and it, it really connects us back to why we're doing all of this why blockchain it's not just about you know Exchange and making money and 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 technology—it's really really about getting back to our roots as, as humans and doing something that can help advance this world, evolutionary, right? So that we can survive as a species, treat each other uh, with dignity, one on one, without these you know super uh, top-down hierarchical structures, right? We can break down some of those walls and get back to our roots. It's all about community and connection. So. Any last-minute words before we transition into that?
4: Yeah, I mean, I'll, I'll just say one of the reasons why we have added music and focused on that is all all great movements have music, right? If we look at all the great changes in you know the Renaissance, we look at you know what happened in the '60s, you know, it was driven by music, and music is a fundamental part. I think it's, it's something that we all relate to that's i think something that helps bridge that gap to a lack of understanding to where we can actually feel and understand and experience some of these things and some of these changes and it's a great way to, to spread that message too so that's one reason why we've, we've included music as a part of this whole movement is music always accompanies revolutions right and it's something that's really important i think for humanity too as well um, it connects us music connects us together if you've seen the videos of you know, Queen concerts, everybody singing Bohemian Rhapsody together, right? And for that moment, everybody's differences are assigned because they're all having a single experience. And music is something that really, really does that for us. So that's, that's one reason why we put a focus on that, because I believe that this this new change, it's it's, it's a technologically driven change, but it's also going to bring a new, new level of artistic expression. That's one thing that Nexus is actually built with is that. And that's what makes the scale. That's what makes the architecture as capable as it is. is it's just an art form as well as it is a technology
2: any last words Ramesh?
5: Yeah,
4: yes uh, I think absolutely
5: I look forward for more synergies, more things happening with this partnership and uh, and 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 constructor exchange culture exchange we are coming up with uh, many new initiatives okay uh, most of our product. Uh, are undergoing some development, so hopefully by, by June you should see some of the new features coming to our uh, platform. Okay, one is NFT marketplace. We are going to come with uh, we, we're going to come with uh, ODC. We're going to come with staking derivatives. We will we will have our launchpad, IEO, and then peer to peer. And then there are many uh, development, major development which is uh, in pipeline. Okay, so so hopefully we can talk about some synergies over there. And uh, and and yes. Uh, you know we we would like to share once again a stage where all three of us are together very soon you know in any of the events okay because coinstore uh coinstore is already planning to uh, uh planning for 50 uh, crypto and blockchain events uh and and uh, recently we uh, we participated in thailand okay that was uh, crypto expo 2022 and uh, next month we're going to be in singapore and we are also going to be in barcelona okay and some of the other events which are planned this year end is uh, yeah, turkey and uh, and london and hopefully there are many events which will be there so i i hope to see you guys uh, you know whichever location you are comfortable
2: all right thanks ramesh and dr sindhu we'll give it to you for the last uh, comments of the day and in this uh, amazing partnership you know coming together between Uh, nexus and coin store I think everybody's really excited about this and and this is just the seeds for I think a lot more than than you know what people see is this partnership on the surface
6: exactly whatever you see on ground it is more than that double or three times more than that below the ground (laughs) so as a matter of fact I can just tell you that we are very very thankful to different uh, uh, universities and colleges who have aligned with us just to name a few like Chenigar uh, University, then there is another uh, IMS Ghaziabad, two more universities. I'm signing the agreement in the coming week. So we are getting a lot and lot uh, of recognition from different universities and colleges and that's why our uh, student base is swelling. And it is not only in India, but outside India. We are in Congo, we are in uh, Mozambique, we are in Nigeria. Uh, so we are creating different chapters globally, and we are uh, holding different webinars and seminars, as Ramesh uh, very aptly said. Uh, in the coming se- webinars and all, we'll be inviting all the technical guys from uh, NEXUS and uh, Coin store further to give some technical know-how to our people. And again, we are creating uh, centers of excellence. In uh, a couple of universities, wherein blockchain and uh, uh, will be the main focus. So I think NEXUS partnership, and then again, exchange and blockchain has have to go together. So CoinStore and NEXUS will be very strong and sturdy partners for us in days to come, and they have great utility in this, and we can show that it is not the association only for profitability, but it is uh, an association to create social regeneration and to create a very uh, positive proactive force of students, which can guide the whole technology base to the latest or say the, uh, I should say industry 4.50, not four, uh, Five, but 4.5 <laughs> from industry 4.0. So that's the whole agenda and uh, thank you once again, NEXUS and Coinstore. and we are going to always stand with you. And in the days to come, we'll be having seminars and webinars and a lot of different overseas speakers are going to come. We'll be inviting you also. And moreover, we'll also request you to come physically to our centers of excellence when we are opening in those universities and let us enjoy the benefits of blockchain in a very, very social and harmonious manner.
2: Well, you know, thank you, Dr. Sindhu, Ramesh, uh, and CoinStore. Um, And as we queue up the Human Synergy Project, we'd like to turn it back to Colin and take this as an opportunity. We talk about next generation technology and what it's going to take to go to that next level. Uh, Colin will tell us a little bit about uh, Tritium++. Now, you know, nexus recently you know we've introduced the trust system uh based on building trust for good actors within a blockchain we have a mobile wallet now this mobile wallet uh to at least to my knowledge is uh the first mobile wallet that is actually running on a node on the network without a third party server intermediary um we've got uh tokens being created on on the nexus platform we've got Asset capability through NFT, conditional contracts, and I think everybody knows Nexus. Uh, their famous signature chains. Signature chains is this easy way. You know, we can we have these long codes that we use in passwords and private keys that we use for Bitcoin uh, and, and other crypto. And Nexus has used a password-based system that is actually more secure. In fact, it's quantum secure. Uh, where your password is always up here. It's not about storing your keys on a cold wallet or a hot wallet. It's about it, it, it being up here and it's something that nobody can take away um, and it's changeable. So those are the things that we know today about Nexus. You know, Colin, please tell us a little bit about what we can expect uh, to see out of Tritium Plus Plus.
4: So Nexus, we, we focus just from studying the industry, kind of what, what are the key things that are needed, right? And there's we see a lot of projects like Filecoin, you got to have a Filecoin to put your files on and then you know, like, there's going to be a picture coin and there's going to be an Uber coin. And, you know, there's all these different tokens, which I'm, I'm not negating the need for them. But what I think that people need more so than what these specific organizations need is they need something that's universal and consistent that they can use across the board. Just like the internet, you don't have a bridge between every router because all the routers speak different protocols. They all speak the same protocol, transport control protocol, TCP, IP, Internet protocol. And that's, you know, a consistent standard that we have across the Internet. And that's the only way that the Internet's capable of functioning is this open specification that's developed through the Internet Engineering Task Force is then you know propagated and developed into all the existing hardware. And so we have this, you know, global communication system. Right now with a lot of blockchains are suffering from scalability and from that suffering, they're they're creating bridges between all these different blockchains, which I'm not negating that could be a solution, but what we're focusing on for our solution is creating more of a universal blockchain platform. So Tritium is somewhat of the foundation. It it sets the foundation for the the register-based virtual machine, the seven-layer software stack. Um, I've gotten anywhere you know, on average about 33 nanoseconds per instruction um, for computation versus about 1.7 million nanoseconds per Ethereum. So it's very, very fast, but the functionality isn't quite as, as capable as, as Ethereum at the, the first, because we wanted to focus on our foundation, right? We wanted to get the register-based virtual machine process virtual machine working properly. So that's where it is now. Now, as moving into Tritium Close Plus, we're expanding a lot of that functionality, adding more domain-specific languages, um, you know, the, the phase that we're at right now, we have a query DSL. So if anyone's familiar with MySQL or Structured Query Languages, you can actually query the blockchain without needing to create secondary indexes. So I can search for any asset on Nexus, any NFT that starts with the letter L or that has a letter L in a description or any other field, right? And it allows you to do um, range queries. You can actually do filters and then uh, operators, too. So just like in Excel, if I wanted to dump my transaction history and I want to do a sum on all my transactions, the Nexus, you can do that right through the API. You can simply just list your transactions, filter out your balance field, and then run a sum on that or run a standard deviation on that or run a min, medium, mode mean whatever you want to do so we've kind of combined a lot of these these functionalities with existing desktop applications but as an integrated environment inside the api so the the other part is contract standardization is a big problem with ethereum we've seen the DAO. we've seen a lot of insecure contracts that can get pushed around and that may not have the security you know properties of that fully understood Um, we have a standardization system so that as a user if you want to engage in a smart contract you can simply just when i click debit you'll be able to select a contract Oh, i want this to be a center expiring or receiver expiring i want an exchange or anything like that so you'll be able to just right out of box have just this this box of templates kind of like a box of legos so that it makes it very easy for developers right and then the, the Tritium plus plus really dives down into that and it goes into all of the, the details right our virtual machine when it's is fully complete with you know trading plus plus is going to have a lot of the Full functionality of C++, right? We we support floating points. One of the reasons that you can't support floating points in existing consensus applications is floating points are interpreted differently by different processor hardware. So they they're actually a hardware level instruction. We've got software virtualized floating points so that our our virtual machine will support that. It's also a 64 bit virtual machine rather than 256 bits. Um, for a, for a frame of reference, 264 bits can support a number of about 10 to the 17. Right, so I think that's. Quadrillion, quintillion, something like that. When in the designing of it, and this is what I'm talking about, proactive design. There's no no point to have 256 bits. Um, that's more than the number of atoms in the known universe, right? And um, that's what Ethereum utilizes. So we've we focus on practical, practical applications, the 64 bit being a practical number that you'll use in real life, right? You're never gonna have more than four quadrillion tomatoes, right? So there's no need to have it, you know, all of that amortized through the process because when you're doing 64 bits, you have to actually do 64 bits at a time for a 256 bit number. So you have at least four different values that have to be computed at once. Just to do something as simple as one plus one equals two, it it becomes extremely inefficient. So Trillium Plus Plus is kind of the the wrapping on that. It's adding a lot of these structures on top of this foundation. It's gonna include the file system which will allow you to do distributed storage, right? And then we're talking about, you know, adding other network functionality like a peer-to-peer messaging functionality that's fully authenticated and using post-quantum encryption schemes such as Sabre. That's a post-quantum key exchange algorithm so that you actually have a full quantum resistant communication channel. And as a developer, you'll be able to create a decentralized messaging app with just a couple simple API commands because all of this heavy lifting is done under in the C++. So we focused on Nexus being this uh, larger framework with the blockchain supplementing and augmenting this larger web framework. As Taz was talking about signature chains, one of the things that's coming out in one of the nearer updates is, is remote login authentication systems. So as you know, when you go to certain web services, it says login with Facebook or login with Google. Um, login with Nexus will allow this remote authentication to, to be capable, but you'll never actually have to exchange credentials with the remote server. And so that's going to solve a lot of issues like phishing, which is one of the main ways that people actually get hacked online is going to a fake login page and submitting their credentials in. Um, with Nexus and especially having the mobile wallet with an embedded node on it, you'll simply be able to get a notification on your phone to say, hey, you know, somebody's requesting access to your sick chain. Would you like to, you know, create a profile to access this? And then you click OK, and what's going to happen under the hood is you're going to use public key cryptography to actually sign a message that authenticates your specific user from that phone and device, so that on that phone you're actually generating your transactions, and you're actually holding, you know, the, the credentials stored in encrypted memory on that device. And then creating those and sending that to the remote server. So for one, it, it creates scaling benefits for the person that's developing, you know, with the login with Nexus. You don't have to deal with any, you know, of these login authentication frameworks like OAuth, which usually charge you per user. And three, you, you make it safer for your users. So when you're starting to try to make the internet safer, especially when you're dealing with people's money, right? Having an authentication system for one that's free and for two that never exposes credentials even to you as a service. That means that you can't have databases that get hacked. You don't need to worry about hashing your passwords because you don't have any passwords that you're hashing. And you don't ever have to worry about anybody's funds being compromised or anybody's accounts being compromised because the only way to compromise it would be to compromise that physical device, right? So a lot of these technologies that we're seeing with Tridium Plus plus are coming out to help augment for both the, the user and the developer and the people that utilize those specific services it's essentially like i said a larger web framework the blockchain augmenting that so that you know we can function to provide you know and and bridge some of these these architectural limitations that we we see and you know as it progresses forward it's gonna eventually get further and further down into the hardware levels where we see actual you know decentralized communication protocols emerge from that so nexus you know as we're designing it as kind of a one-stop shop universal blockchain you get everything that you need specifically on there and then, you know, peer to peer marketplaces and others that's coming out and, you know, a near Tridium plus plus update where you can exchange freely with one another um, without needing to have any intermediaries. And then, you know, Nexus becoming that reserve currency. So we, we really, you know, I, my firm belief is that in the future, you know, when you're running an operating system, that's a distributed operating system, you're not going to want to have to go buy file coins, because you want to save this picture, <laughs> and then have to go buy Ubercoin apps, because you need to get a ride, you know, there needs to be a universal currency, and there needs to be a universal platform that is like TCPIP IP, that can be replicated, and it doesn't necessarily have to be bound by one network, right? And that's why we designed Nexus with private and hybrid mode where you can fire up your own network, but they'll still be able to communicate the same protocol, which means that you're not going to have these limitations when you start bridging to other, you know, project, if we created bridge to Ethereum, anytime you need state from that Ethereum contract, you can rely on the speed of Ethereum. So even if Nexus is fast, if you're always waiting on Ethereum, you're going to be just as slow as Ethereum because the slowest part of the computational system slows the entire system down, even if you're fast, right? If you've ever looked at your Windows experience score, you'll notice that the experience score is the top of it is set by your lowest bounded hardware, because that's just how it works with computers, especially in distributed computing. So, we really, we really, we've designed it to be this one stop shop. And so, with you know the full trading Plus Plus release, you'll be able to be developing, you know, with domain specific languages, you know, the file system. And then we're working, just started discussing about creating, you know, a peer to peer VPN system um, that would somewhat be an extension of the peer to peer, you know, messenger. And, you know, there's also the crypto API, which will using your chain, username, password, and PIN, you'll be able to create uh, encrypted applications without having to manage keys because that's a big problem with creating privacy-focused applications is, um, you know, if it's a private key that gains you access, you know, to your specific account, and you lose a private key, you know, you don't have access anymore. So chains help with that, but they also allow you to generate one-time use encryption keys directly from the API and actually pass data into the API for it to encrypt it for you and decrypt it so that you can start to actually have these high security applications without the need to deal with any of the underlying cryptography and the safety requirements and user issues as well. Because as we know, you know, people losing Bitcoins by sending to invalid addresses or you uninstall the app on your phone, you know, just so you know, make sure you have a recovery phrase set because if you have 50 Bitcoins on an, an app on your iPhone and you delete the app, your Bitcoins are gone, completely gone, right? That's a huge major user issue. And I've heard so many stories of that happening. Signature chains, you know, fix that. And so this login system and encryption kind of, it augments that further where it's not just your coins, but it can be all your files and your data that's encrypted. And if you lose that key, then you lose all your data. It's essentially the same result as catching ransomware right? Ransomware is all your files get encrypted. And you don't have the key to decrypt it. So even if you did it intentionally, if you lose that key, it's gone. So the crypto API, that's another really important part that, that ties the whole framework together. So really our primary focus is make it very easy for developers, make it easy for users. But if you develop on Nexus, it does a lot of that work for you in creating, you know, the simpler user experiences with managing encryption keys for you, managing account credentials, um, providing higher security standards, scalability, database services, so on and so forth. So it's it's really exciting to see this all coming to life now and, and emerging. There's a lot of really new unique technologies that have become really valuable for the developers that have used so far. And we really, really hope to see you you know building on it soon as well. And there's, there's a lot of fun little toys there to build with.
2: All right. Well hey thanks Colin. Uh thanks Ramesh Sindhu. You know there's a lot to look forward to with this partnership trading plus plus and beyond I mean it really is talking about next generation technology with the, the pooled staking and the p2p marketplace uh, API augmented contracts this I concept of next hash and two-factor authentication being able to log into web services through your Nexus blockchain um, not to mention your constant time update uh, scalability update for Nexus trust and ambassador voting groups and there's a lot more stuff that's coming along the way. So let's turn it over and queue up the Human Synergy Project and kind of absorb this as we get back to our roots. Thanks, everyone. Uh, it's been a good stream. And I think it, everybody's been, uh, you know, those who didn't, didn't, didn't understand Bitcoin and the concept of crypto and Nexus and now CoinStore partnership, you know, now you have a little bit uh, to go off of. And hope everybody can go check out Nexus at nexus.io and CoinStore at CoinStore.com. Thank
1: you.